This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is the Comstock Report for Friday, April 23rd, 2021. I'm Joe Camp, and this is Sticking with the Strategy, Part 2. Six months ago, our program marketing plan was outlined in the Friday report titled Plan for Higher Prices, Hedge for Higher Volatility. Its call for patience on cash grain sales was built on the expectation that bullish long-term fundamentals would prevail against short-term headwinds, but the plan also encouraged hedging and caution of volatility increasing. Cash sales have since been alerted to reward rallies that have nearby corn futures trading over $2 higher since late October and soybeans trading up by more than $4 over the same six months. Trade recommendations have also been issued for hedgers interested in setting price floors or establishing reownership. Below is an update on the market outlook that supports waiting to make new crop sales along with a discussion of trade ideas that could apply for customers who have already been selling or who want to start hedging now. Starting with a defense of staying patient on new crop sales, many of the same long-term positives listed as reason for not selling old crop corn last October still apply. One major expectation was that USDA would start to make corrections to grain stocks that were obviously swollen and demand estimates that were too slim. Changes since the October WASDE include U.S. corn carryout that is down from 2.167 billion bushels to 1.352 billion, and soybean carryout that is down from 290 million to 120 million bushels. We still expect further tightening from the government analysts, potentially as soon as the May 12 report. U.S. carryout figures could be moving lower yet, along with production estimates for South America while Chinese demand is likely to be raised further. La Nina was additionally covered last fall as a threat to Brazil's new growing season, and while La Nina has faded out, Brazil is again facing drought as safrina corn crops are trying to fill grain. Similarly, dry weather remains a worry for U.S. growers, particularly in the western corn belt where moderate drought, or worse, covers some 13% of Iowa, 73% of South Dakota, and 93% of North Dakota. U.S. planning progress looks to catch up quickly after cold temperatures caused a sluggish start for many, but the weather outlook for May still holds a drier bias that bears watching. Another major theme of last fall's outlook that remains important today is inflation and the impact of rising government spending on commodity prices. Commodity inflation storyline is still alive and well, and if anything, holds more influence today after the next COVID stimulus bill and plans for infrastructure have been attached to price tags higher than anybody could have imagined. Targets for marketing new crop corn and soybeans are being adjusted relative to rising objectives for selling the rest of the old crop. After an initial sale of old crop corn with May futures at 540, the next target at 575 was canceled after the February crop report and replaced with an offer at 594 that was picked up on the April 9th report day. A third of stored old crop 
soybeans was sold, and the rest of the inventory remains unpriced. Two-thirds of the cash soybean position at 1374 was executed as a first sale in February. Stronger basis and spreads have supported patience on new crop marketing. Firmer old crop corn and soybean basis values have reflected tight availability of supplies, while strong demand is helping to lift May grain futures as end users attempt to entice physical delivery. The deferred new crop futures could narrow their discount to the nearby contracts after cash buyers position themselves for coverage into the May delivery window and as speculators continue to roll long positions forward from the July. For now, basis and spread strength is still allowing the nearby contracts to lean, lead grain futures higher along their broader uptrends. New crop sales should not be rushed before the market gives indication that the basis and spreads are topping because cash grain activity is slowing or because speculators are less interested in owning new crop futures. While it is impossible to say when the basis and spreads will cool back down to stall the rally and signal a selling opportunity, we can develop some big picture objectives using expectations for how grain futures will perform as they reach various price points that might influence cash grain movement and speculative money flows. For corn, First step is $7 for nearby futures, which represents an even dollar handle that could be attractive psychologically for sellers. Similar with rounded price targets at $7.50 and $8. There are no key highs in the way of the all-time high at $8.49 December futures may find pushback at $6 and $6.25 as they trace the path of the front months. After new highs this week put soybean futures above highs from 2014, next up is the top from 2013 at 1630, and then the 2012 high at 1794. The corn futures trend would risk flipping bearish on a move below 585, and nearby soybeans are likely vulnerable to increasing pressure under 1450. $5 futures is a fail-safe point for December corn that could trigger sales on weakness. Our bias could turn bearish on new crop soybeans if November futures fall under important support near 1250. Many farmers have already been scaling into new crop sales for a number of reasons. To generate cash flow, to transfer quality risk and stop storage charges, to take advantage of good basis, or just to scale into profitable hedges. Follow our trade recommendations for advice on reowning past sales and hedging forward with futures and options. Long put options and put spreads may be considered for producers looking to lock in minimum price floors without committing to a final sale. Buying put options may be useful in managing downside risk on unpriced bushels or long futures hedges held ahead of the approaching crop reports in May and June. Hedging may help boost your comfort as you wait to make sales at higher price targets, which we expect to keep reaching toward until or unless something material changes with the fundamental outlooks or technical trend lines. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on grain marketing opportunities, visit our website at comstock.com. 
or give our office a call at 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 